So I wrote that. And I finally uh, let her see it. And she pulled a switch over me and she said, and we was in, in one of our sessions, she said, uh, Roy, why don't you read your uh, read your uh, letter to, to the group? Oh, my heart sank. I said, oh, no, I can't do that. People would know that what I did, I was a coward because I, I left my partner, you know, and I couldn't help him and I couldn't do this and and I felt so so ashamed. And um, the group they urged me on to read it, to read it, to read it. And I read it. And when after I finished reading it, we all were crying. The whole group of men, I mean great big men who walked out and you know, the we soldiers and stuff, and they're crying, and then they start saying, well, this and that, and that, and nobody looked down on me. Aluva G-Burn is an all-in-one weight loss supplement. If you're looking at a weight loss supplement as a whole, in my opinion, you have to target five or six different areas. And Aluva G-Burn does that. And it's the highest quality ingredients with the best absorption technologies with the highest bioavailability in each and every ingredient. Hi, my name is Jen. I'm 47 years old. I teach musical theater classes to children. And I've been using Aluva G-Burn for a couple months now. I have four kids. And it seems like with each pregnancy, I gained a little more weight, a little more weight, a little more weight. And it's so frustrating to try to get that weight off. You know, I'm just hungry all the time. I crave stuff that I shouldn't be eating. I've tried everything and nothing has worked. But as soon as I started a Luba G-Burn, I was finally able to lose the weight. It suppressed my appetite. I wasn't having to snack all day. The cravings were gone. I felt great. I now have the energy to do the things I want to do throughout the day. Hello, hello, everybody. We are so excited about our featured guest today, Mr. Roy Lee Jarman. He is an amazing award-winning author, along with being a poet. He had a very diverse life and even served our country. And he actually battled battles with uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. So he's sharing his story. He's sharing his life in order to help inspire you and help you to break through whatever challenges you have and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Welcome to the show, Mr. Roy Lee Jarman. Thank you for just taking the time to come on the Kingdom Ramsey Show. Let me first of all say thank you uh, Dr. Ramsey, so much. I mean, I do appreciate you allowing me to share this time with you. I know your time is very valuable and very important. And uh, it's really um, a pleasure and a privilege uh, to be on with you today. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I just want to thank you and all your people for that, for this invitation. Oh, you are most, most welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy to uh, have you on because I, I read a little bit about your journey and I'm very impressed and also moved with your life and your purpose and how you decided 
to use to heal your, your pain, how to heal your pain. And so with that being said, I want you to tell us because you award winning, you just didn't just write some, you award winning. So that, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, so tell us about your new book, which uh, is Poetry by Simon, volume three called My Jamaican Gym. I like that. <laughs> that title. Yeah. Uh... I, I think she was the, uh, I, I dedicated this this uh, third book to my uh, wife. She's the, uh, the first daughter of a father. And he said, this is my gym here, you know, of all the jewels. This is this is the gym. And, and everybody called her gym. She's just everybody's gym. And to be truthful, she is a gym. She's a wonderful individual. Uh, she's uh, standing by my side. And you know, I just uh, you know, I just been blessed. You know, sometimes you you don't really understand what blessing means. But um, God has uh, my my first wife passed with uh, from breast cancer, and I thought that was the worst thing in the world. But he um, he has blessed me with uh, two of what I I consider the women who can stand by your side and can uplift you and can, you know, they know you and still love you. <laughs> if, 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 I, if I'm allowed to put it that way, especially, um, especially on my journey, because see, I know at times, I've, you know, I can be pretty far out. I've had some uh, situations, uh, dealing with the PTSD and so forth. So, um, you know, it, it's hard to say. My, my life has changed so much uh, because you you talking about how I graduated from the Valley with the, as a uh, summa cum laude, you know, and, you know, and that's what I thought I was, you know, because every time I grew up, uh, Roy is this, or he's the genius of the family, he's this and that. First person in in, in uh, my family from down there in Mississippi to go to college and to graduate, and uh, so you know I I thought you know my my knowledge gonna take me where I want to go. It's gonna do this and do that, and I just couldn't wait to get out in the world to see how far that is gonna take me. And then I got out there and in theory. That knowledge, uh, you know, it, it worked good in school, but it, it, it wasn't a reality when I went out there, you know. But uh, anyhow, you know, I, I was able to, after I came from uh, service, I, the, the knowledge, of course, it got me a job here in New Jersey with AT&T. I worked there for uh, 20 years before I retired. And over the years, the... Um, uh, the situation with Vietnam and so forth, it, it got me, uh, gave, it sent me a few, um, uh, what I, shall I say, challenges. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, you know, being a man, you know, they say, oh, man, don't cry, man, don't do this, man is strong and so forth. And that's, that's the way I thought I had to look at life. And um these books, they're not because I'm a summa cum laude. 
there from us. Uh, I got to the point where I could barely read. I was had crying all the time. I was tearing up and and uh, they diagnosed me with PTSD and and uh, so I started going to uh, counseling sessions and. Then our first group meeting I went to, I didn't get along with anybody in the room. And so finally, uh, you know, I, I ended up getting into another group of people who really cared. And, you know, sometimes I would sit back in the corner and then and when the tears start flowing, I couldn't stop them. I didn't understand why, what's wrong with me, you know? And I couldn't read, I couldn't comprehend. Uh, things were just terrible and, 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 you know, I was, my mind was just gone, you know, I was just functioning in like a cloud. And so, uh, a lot of prayer, you know, I was able to get a wonderful lady, uh, Dr. Uh, oh my gosh, I can never forget that woman's name, uh, Birkenstein. She uh, really took me under her wing and um, she helped me, she would talk to me and she would, sometime I would, I would when I, you know, I'm, I'm talking to her, but I'm not really there. I'm still somewhere else. And I would look and when I come to myself, I said, she's way down here like this, looking up at me. And I said, then I realized that she was trying to look in my eyes, you know, and um, I imagine it must have been about six to eight months. Mm -hmm. She would always ask me, and I don't know how many times she asked me during the session, was it a matter of life or death? Mm -hmm. Why does she keep asking me that? Is it a matter of life or death? And I would tell her some things. She said, is it a matter of life or death? And, and I finally realized that that's the way I was operating. I was operating as I was still in the army in Vietnam, because if you or whatever happened, it's a matter of life or death. And you, and so you always on your, on your guard. And that's what they call um, hypervigilance, because you're always looking around. You're always trying to be protected. Wake up with night sweat. Sometimes your clothes be just wringing wet with sweat. Checking the uh, the doors and the windows every hour, half hour or something. Can't sleep two or three hours at night, you know. And man, I remember the first time I slept four hours in a row. I woke up, I was like, happy. I said, man, I looked, I, was like, oh, I slept four hours. <laughs> oh, man, you know, so... But anyhow, I want to say that these books are because of what I consider my Damascus experience. And that's what I wrote about when I, um, I did a talk for a, they were having a church fundraiser and so forth. And, and I was allowed to say a few words about being broken and coming back and so forth. And I remember the, once I finally, uh, I was telling the story where I opened my, my Bible. I got this big 
white Bible sitting in the room on the table, you know, looking great, you know. Southern. We all have it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, but it was dusty. <laughs> it was so I had I had, I wiped the dust off it one day, and I opened it up, and it was in it's in big bowl leather, you know. So and having the trouble but not seeing, and I began to read it. I said, "Hmm, the Lord is my shepherd; mm, I shall not want." I said, wait a minute, I understand that. And as I read, I, you know, so I read another verse and I read the third verse. I said, oh, I can read. I can understand now. And I started, you know, because, I, you know, it, I could read the sentence. Now I have to read it over and over. I'm trying to figure out what's, what, why can't I understand what's going on here? Because my mind was so mixed up. I was so. The PTSD. Yeah, it? that PTSD, you know, and. It's, it, it, it can happen to everyone, anybody from any situation, but mine was because I, I didn't really get, I guess, uh, what they call it, situated back into civilian life. Mm -hmm. I, I used everything like I was in the war, in the army. I was out in the field, you know, I, you know, so, and that's the way I held, you know, like they say to, uh, uh, a nail, everything is a hammer, just the opposite of them, you know, so had a lot of situations that happened in that way. And Gretchen McBride was mm -hmm. one of my counselors. Mm -hmm. And she told me, said, well, why don't you just write a letter to the Sarge? Because I was telling her about the Sergeant who was right sitting beside me, who got hurt, uh, put it that way, when we got in a scrimmage there, got his leg, I think his leg was almost blown off, he got his face messed up and so forth, and and I wasn't able to help him, and you know, we was on the back of this, the truck here, and I was feeling a lot of guilt, you know, and um, that's the way uh, they explained it to me as false guilt because I'm saying he was sitting right there. It could have been me. Why wasn't it? Why was it him instead of me and all these things and so forth? And, and uh, so I wrote this piece called A Letter to Sarge. Took me a long time to write it because every time I started writing, it, all this stuff would come out, all this would regurgitate it and so forth. So I wrote that, and I finally uh, let her see it. And she pulled a switch over me, and she said, and we was in, in one of our sessions, she said, uh, Roy, why don't you read your uh, read your uh, letter to, to the group? Oh, my heart sank. I said, oh, no, I can't do that. People would know that what I did, I was a coward because I, I left my partner, you know, and I couldn't help him, and I couldn't do this, and and I felt so so ashamed. And um, the group they urged me on to read it, to read it, to read it, and I read it. And when, after I finished reading it, we all were crying. The whole group of men, I mean, great big men, who walked out and. 
you know, we soldiers and stuff, and they're crying, and then they start saying, well, this and that and that, and nobody looked down on me. They lifted me up. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> sometimes when you're going through these things, you feel like you're by yourself. And nobody. <clears throat> Sorry. You're okay. Anyway. <clears throat> And I got old, I got pats on the back and everybody told me, oh man, I'm so proud of you. And I'm saying, proud of me for what? what? I, I didn't I didn't do it. Then another guy told me, he said, yeah, man, the same thing happened to me. I was in the chopper and the guy beside me got his head blown off and and I went through the same thing. I said, what? Then the other guy said, yeah, I know. I couldn't help my, you know, they started giving me, all of us had the same stories. Uh, same type of story. <laughs> and, uh, <sighs> but I was still, you know, as I was coming to be more uh, social, shall I say, but I still wasn't able to be social, you know, with, I don't say normal people, but civilian people, people who have not been in the, in the service or deal with uh, soldiers. Mm -hmm. uh, people who had, had been in the military. Yeah. <clears throat> but as I was, uh, excuse me a minute. Mm -hmm. But as I uh, <clears throat> started getting my uh, composure back to talk to people and so forth, I found more about uh, we all got something wrong with us. We all. Uh, uh, we don't know what that other person is going through, and what we and what I learned through this, uh, what I call it, re-life uh, after my Damascus experience, my rebirth. I lost that summa cum laude uh, knowledge. Not that I lost the knowledge, but I didn't have the same mental capacity right. in order to do all of those things like solving the problems in my head, you know, and, and thinking like this, you know, and being able to do all these different equations and so forth. And and sometimes I would look at a word and I, I couldn't understand it. Well, I know I know this word. It just looked funny, you know. But... <clears throat> What I learned was that it was not what was up here that what God wanted me to utilize, but he left me with enough of it to understand that it was what's in here exactly. in my heart that he wanted me to do. And he said to me, he said, look, you like poetry. You like to write. You like to speak. Use that. But use it to uplift everybody else. Tell them your story. Tell them how you were 
looking up at your feet, you were so low. Tell them that, you know, you can now, you can tell them that they can be better or they inspire other people. Let them know that they are worth something. How did you feel, Roy, when you were sitting over there in the corner just crying and, 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 and sucking on your thumb and so forth? How did you feel when all the people, after you read your poem, they read your letter to Sarge, how did you feel when everybody patted you on the back and lifted you up? Now, that's what I want you to do. Take other people from the corner to the pats on the back. Mm -hmm. That's what he... That's, that's what he want me to do, and he did, and that's what I, and, and that's what my, that's I, that's my mission, that's my purpose. Yes, yes, it is. There are people who, I think, is my, you know, my is is not me. Mm -hmm. It's not me to judge who you are. Yes. Now I work with the VFW, who is veterans of the foreign wars. All of us are. Veteran helping veterans. I don't ask you your religion. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what your your uh, group is. I don't care what your politics are. If you are a soldier in trouble or in need, it's my duty is to help you the best I can. And helping you, I might not have a thing to help you, but what I can do is find somebody to bring them, to bring them together to help you to lift you up. Exactly. So Mr. I work with the DAV, which is Disabled American Veterans. We do the same thing. We go to the hospital. We, you know, and I was at the hospital with probably more than this to get counseling. But uh, my purpose is to whatever my situation is it doesn't matter because god blesses me not because i'm me he blesses me so i can be a blessing to somebody else exactly. and if i don't do that then i'm not i'm not doing my purpose um, <clears throat> when i first started i had trouble uh uh, sometimes I still do have uh, apprehension. Please excuse me. Because when I start telling people the stories and start doing, sometimes I would tear up and I wasn't able to read it and so forth. And I felt like, I felt ashamed that I wasn't able to memorize all these things and push out all these words and you know, and do the spitting like folks call it, you know. I have to have my paper there because I, I'll lose concentration. Exactly. But in that in itself, it's saying that, look, even though I'm still broken, I'm telling you, you can do it whether you're broken or not. Your job, is my job is to let you know or to tell you or to encourage you do the same thing you know don't look at what i used to do oh you know just try to make try to make one step if you can make 
excuse me, if you can make one step, if you can make it through this minute, now, let's see, let's make it to the next minute. Exactly. Let's make it to the next minute. And oftentimes uh, I find myself a better teacher than I am a student. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, because I'm, I, I, you know, I still have those moments of depression when I can't get things done. I, I don't be able to help people, uh, won't be able to do things that I hope, you know, that I can. But anyhow it's okay it's i'm okay. a broken you know let's say i'm a broken man broken. But i'm putting all the pieces back together but yeah. they, the, the part i want to put me back together again he put me back not like the other person and that's who i that, that was my problem i was trying to be that other person i was trying to be who i thought i was supposed to be but he made me somebody else Exactly. Yeah, so. So right now, we're going to have to take a commercial break okay. and from, from our sponsors, so we'll be right back. Aluva Immune was actually something that was requested by our affiliates. Right now, people are more aware of their health than ever before, and you have to have the best immune system to help support all that's going on. Hi, I'm Malaysia. I am a realtor and I'm also a mother of four. After speaking with my friend, I mentioned to her how I'm always having to take a bunch of different types of vitamins for myself and for my children. She mentioned Aluva Immune. This covered everything from immune support to energy. I get my vitamin D, my vitamin C, my zinc, all in one. Not only that, the confidence that it gave me knowing that my kids were safe and protected against all the germs that they were going to be coming in contact with at school. Vitamins aren't as easy to take for children as they are for adults. Luckily, with Aluva Immune, it's as simple as a dropper. My children love it. It tastes great, and it's so easy to administer. It has my back, and I know I can trust it to support myself and my children. Just like that, we are back. And you come along with a friend whom you might ask, the amazing Mr. Roy Lee Jarman. And if you was not here for the first half of our interview, he was really telling us how it feels to be a man living with PDSD. Many times we see it, PSTD, uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Let me put it like that for those of you who don't know what that stands for. Um, and we don't understand. This is the first time I actually heard how post-traumatic stress syndrome actually affects the mind. It can affect the mind as well. We have this amazing man who was Kuma, um, went to college and mind working all good. And then he goes to war to serve our country, come back and he's broken from the things that he saw. Then he had a revelation. Yes, he had a revelation moment. When he was, when his counselor asked him to write, write down how he felt because he loved poetry. And so he took that poetry as a therapeutic way to heal his soul, but it, but it ended up healing so many other people. And he ended up reading this poem one day that he wrote to his sergeant and the whole room started to cry because without him even knowing it, every man in that room felt the exact same way. So there's no reason why you cannot understand why he's emotional about this. Because like I tell men all, all the time, 
God gave men tear dust too. He didn't give you that for decoration. He gave you that because men cry too. You need to let go of that pain. Even Jesus Christ himself gave way to right, tears. Right, right. His friend Lazarus died. So if we didn't focus, supposed to cry or men is supposed to cry, then why was the greatest man who ever lived? Why did he cry when he knew Amen. to bring him back to life? Yes, Lord. He could bring him back to life, so why is he crying? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because it hurts. So thank you so much, Mr. Roy, for being open, being transparent. <clears throat> you being vulnerable right now, it's going to help so many other men and also women who have lost someone in war or someone maybe got injured in war and they felt the guilt, they felt right. embarrassed, they felt ashamed. Yeah. But you shouldn't because you did the best you could do at the time that you was able to do. You just did the best that you can do. And so the fact that your poetry, you 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 took something, because don't when you think about poetry, a man, woman writes something to each other, they love each other, something like that. You wrote it and you used it in a healing tool. So yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. And you wrote a poem that's, I love it, that, that's called Give Me My Oscar. <laughs> <clears throat> What's that about? Well, that that poem, Give Me My Oscar, was based on uh, the fact that um, I was thinking about where Shakespeare was saying that the whole world is a stage, everybody plays a part, right? And I was looking at me, I said, yeah, but see, I have to play the same part, but I can't play it. I got another layer of PTSD that's, uh, that's holding me back and that's, that's keeping me from playing a the part there. And so the, that poem I wrote uh, from that perspective, and it just goes to say, you know, just goes to show you that behind the scene, you don't know exactly. But it goes like this. They pass by my house at night and they see the light in my window, but they don't know my pain and my plight. Because what it is of a candle burning behind the window shade sitting on the window sill because the money that I just made was not enough to pay my electric bill. So give me my Oscar and my Tony Award and my Grammy, because I paid my dues. Okay, so I smile every once in a while, but my heart is crushed and my soul is singing the blues. Now tell me, can't you see that there's no better actor than me? So give me my Oscar and my Tony, and my Grammy too. Yeah. She was my everything, my sole reason to live, and everything to her I had, I was willing to give. I gave her my heart and my love, my soul. She took them and crushed them, and lo and behold, when I was trying to, uh, attempting to cover up my heartbreak's demise, I laughed and laughed until I cried. So give me my Oscar and my Tony Award and my Grammy too, and it goes on and on and on like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, love it, I love. But the last, I just want to say, the last part of it, it says, "This PTSD won't let me live a normal life, nor be a normal friend." 
So I crawl into my foxhole, uh, maybe in my den. In my bedroom, I live out there until the end with nothing to give, no reason to live, nothing to lose, nothing to win. So give me my Oscar and my Tony Award and my Grammy too, because I've paid my dues. And it goes to tell you that, you know, so I have a couple of things in that. Now, it seems like it's a normal situation that everybody goes through. But when you have that extra layer of PTSD that you have to deal with, it sort of makes it a little harder, a little more. And that was one of the things that we, uh, that I couldn't understand. I said, why do I hold, why is it always my fault? Because they, 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 they taught us in, in counseling sessions, know your triggers. You got to do this, you got to do that, you know? Why, why, why is that always me that's wrong? But that's what we have to do. Well, go ahead and give him he, his EGOT, his Emmy, <laughs> his Green, his Oscar, and his Tony. Amen. <laughs> yes, I absolutely love that. I love poetry as well. Oh. So thinking about your poetry, how you use it, not only as a therapeutic uh, self-care measure for yourself, and, but it is extended outside of yourself to your purpose of helping others, and especially the veterans who hold all that in right. and themselves for things that was out of your control. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for taking the time to do that again. Oh, my pleasure. Because oh. it's very different, difficult. Yes. Men to let go. It's, it's acceptable in society, I quote. Yeah. The crap. Yes. Hey, you see a man cry, and the bigger he is, the more masculine he is. Yeah. Like, what? What's wrong with him? What are you? Like, like, he got yeah. tears up. God gave him tears so they need to use him. That's why we're having all these problems now, because you don't let these boys and these men cry. Let them get a little crying. It's yeah. okay. And so um, when I think about all these things, because you're very decorated, not only from the education standpoint, but from the military standpoint, and you're very accomplished. And so even through all your challenges and your struggles, you still found a way to permeate the earth in such a positive way. You, you can have Thank been mad, angry, and yeah. just, but, but you said, no, 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 uh, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, I'm not doing overnight. <laughs> but all of us, we just a work in progress. All of us, okay? Yeah, that's right. How was it work in progress, yeah told me this about you which I thought was something it's, so how was it uh to work with the award-winning film producer the former kickboxing champion oh Robert, Robert Fire oh my gosh uh, that that was an experience in itself uh -huh. you know I you know back in your mind when you kid stuff you know you dream oh man I think I could be on tv I could be in a movie I could do this and but I never really pursued it or thought that it, you know, it was for me or uh, mm -hmm. that I could do it and whatever. And the situation just so happens that uh, they called me up to say a few lines in, in, in the movie. And I went there to California and we, uh, you know, he, man, Robert picked me up from the airport. He put me up in the hotel, took me to the, movie set and he 
showed me all the ropes and stuff and I got a chance to, to be uh, uh, in the movie and I was just, I was just, I was just thrilled. You know, you, you don't really realize all the things, you, you, you kind of know it in your mind, but until you really get there and see all the different things they have to do and all the different shots they have to take and so forth, and that was a very rewarding and eye-opening experience. I enjoyed those few days that I was down there. Uh, so you, black. I'm telling you, that was a that's a good that was, that was a good experience. I really enjoyed that. Yes. So I'm yes. A I hey, I, I'm a movie star. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, I've been in the movie. I'll put it that way. Writer and also you are at tall, okay? Yeah, yeah. So give right. him he got. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yes. So, uh, Mr. Roy, when we think about all the different things that you have done, you accomplished on all different facets, because one thing that I think and that I see that's very remarkable about you is that you lived a very full life. No. So, you lived a very full life. So you have a very diverse education, even down to your careers, how yes. it changed from being from AT&T, now you're award-winning poet, now you uh, act in movies. I mean, you went from this to that, and now, and now you're actually mentoring and coaching and uplifting other veterans and one who um, feel trapped. Because right, you right, right, yes. That um, you mentioned before that you, even though you was back home from the Vietnam War, but you were still living like yes. you were still yeah. there. And so, how do it feel in closing to know that you're helping so many men and women who never listen, being able to start living in the world now? You know, being able to be free. Yes. So how did, did, do you realize what you're doing? Your I, you know, I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't put it into words. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're a poet, you can write this, you can write that, but I can't put it into words, the feeling and, 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 and the gratitude and the, how good it makes me feel in order to be able to help someone else. Because that, that's, that seemed to be more healing in, to me than it, than it is to them. It would seem, you know, if I remember when I first went into um, one the place and I was reading my poetry and I was explaining to them what this poem mean and so forth. And uh, one of the guys came to me afterwards and uh, he said, man, I did this, you know, and, and, and he was one of the guys that was, you know, just like me, mm -hmm. you know, sitting back and he was smiling. When you can make a person smile. That is something, and, and that is that is something that I sometimes I put into my writing. I travel miles to bring you smiles, you know. <laughs> but you know, to make a person smile, and that means that brings that, that gives them a different appearance. That, that, that makes them give you a different feeling. And what I tell them sometimes, you know, look, if you're feeling down, you're feeling something. If you can't do anything, else, force yourself to smile. Make yourself smile and see how different you feel. See, you know. Don't a smile, let's say a smile is just a frown turned upside down. Well, turn it upside down, you know. Make that smile, you know. And so just to be able to bring a smile to someone's face or just to give a person just a little bit of hope or encouragement, 
oh, that that's really what does my soul good. And I, you know, and I go home, I I feel so much better, you know. That's oh Lord, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and not not thank you for for you know for making me do this, but thank you for allowing me uh, to, to be used to be able to do this. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know, it was uh I don't look at it now as is something that happened to me. I think it's something that happened for me. Mm. And because of that, <clears throat> I really, and sometimes, you know, I'm just sitting down and I'm just thinking of things, or, or I might just see us uh, on TV, a man and his son might get back together, just hug, and it look like the tears just flow. And I'm saying, what am I? <laughs> As a matter of fact, my wife has asked me so many times, why are you crying? Why, <laughs> what, what, no, why are you crying? And I, I, I can't answer it. It's just mm -hmm. that, it's just that my heart is, is, is so now that I'm so glad that the Lord has given me a heart. Or where is they take it, took a heart of stone and made me, gave me a heart of flesh and love and caring. Oh my Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. That's the life. That's the life. You're going to yeah. have me crying. Well, Mr. Roy Lee Heyman, you definitely made me <laughs> on today by gracing the stage coming on to um, the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast. So before we go, it would be remiss if I don't mention what I see in your beautiful background. Are those oh. your Oh, <laughs> yes. Those are those are my books. I got uh, that's uh, my Jamaican gym right there, and uh, the second book is to my uh, late wife who passed away, Rochelle Cato. She's from South Carolina. Oh my gosh, that woman could make a piano, could make that organ talk to you. Boy, that, boy, she had that church just rocking. <laughs> and, and 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 she was also a master teacher. An instructor at AT&T, and she traveled throughout the whole country, you know, teaching all these big wigs how mm -hmm. to care for each other. Just you know, and the first one is uh, called Family uh, Family Foundations. I wrote that one. I dedicated that to my father and my mother. My father, he was a man of integrity, and I look on him and I said, to be a man in the uh, the poor dirt and stuff of Mississippi working. And he said to me, he said, look, I'll fight for you. I'll cry for you. I'll die for you. Anything you need, as long as you're not stealing a lion. Mm. And I said, wow. Mm -hmm. But if you're stealing and you're lying, you know, ain't much I can do for you because you're not a trustworthy person. You got to have, you got to be a man of integrity. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, dad. Go ahead and preach there, young man. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, but so God, God said, look, write, tell people about it. And remember, these are not your books. These are mine. Oh, and so, you know, in every book, when I put a dedication in there, that other that other dedication is a praise God, thank you for allowing me to have this this opportunity. 
you know, and I have to put him in there because, and I, I also have to put something in there, something that I've written for him or about him and how his love is for us. So. Yes, God yes. is good all the time. All the time, not some of the time, but yes, all, all the time. Even, so, he, even, even when we don't think so, <laughs> we have to stand back and look, wait a minute, now, why did he do that? Uh -huh. and, you know, maybe I'll, I'll learn. And as you go, you learn a little more, you learn a little more. Like you, like you said before, we all are work in progress and I know uh, I'm a work. Uh, hopefully I'm in progress too. <laughs> we all <laughs> work in progress, whether you want to admit it or not, because yeah, no man yeah. or woman on the face of this earth is perfect. So That's as long right. as we're not perfect, we all work in progress. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. I want to thank you so much for coming on the Tina Ramos Show and podcast, sharing your story, your journey, and just being such a remarkable person. And even though through your ups, your downs, your challenges, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, the rainbow at the end of the <laughs> storm, thank just you. Thank and, you. Thank and to help. Turn your pain into purpose. Yes, yeah. And oh, use your life as a testimony to help other people. So thank yes, you. Yes, thank, yes. thank you. Thank, thank you for everything. You. Thank so you. I do appreciate it. Oh, you are most welcome. <clears throat> this is officially the end of the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. So I want to talk to all of you. If no one told you this today that you are worthy and that you are loved. I want you to know that the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast and I love you. So until next time, what do I want you to do? I want you to do what? Keep smiling. And I'll see you guys next week with another amazing guest that is here to motivate you, share knowledge, have an upbuilding conversation centered around business, wellness, education, and life. We are here to impact you with positivity so that you can grow and live your best life. I'll see you guys next week. great experience on the Tina Ramsey show. I felt like she really asked some valuable questions that can help a lot of people, especially in regards to monetizing. And so the vibe was great. I honestly wouldn't mind coming back on again if she invite me. And I felt like the conversation just flowed. So I am super happy and I can't wait for the show to air on every single platform out there. And thank you again. Our CTR Media Network sponsors. Thank you to our corporate sponsor, Sheree Moore of SheTrucking.com. SheTrucking.com is a community committed to helping women and minorities establish and maintain successful careers in the transportation industry. To learn more, go to SheTrucking.com. Thank you to our platinum sponsors, Eleanor and Leroy Mason from happyandhealthy.global. Happyandhealthy.global is a business that educates and provides essential natural wellness products to build your health and your wealth. Go to happyandhealthy.global today to learn more. Thank you to our silver sponsors, Business Course Academy. Business Course Academy is dedicated to helping to educate entrepreneurs and startup companies with the tools and the knowledge needed to successfully grow and generate wealth for their business. Check them out at businesscourseacademy.com. Thank you to our CTR Media Network sponsors. 
To learn more about our sponsors and CTR Media Network, go to ctrmedianetwork.com.